the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. Looks like we're really doing not all that well but like i said i i'm still surprised i'm still surprised that we're doing as well as we are i mean i I would have expected with everything that's going wrong lately that the market would be down significantly more than it is now so i guess that's a good sign Uh, if we look back to january january of this year or december 31st Market's down about uh, 20%. And uh, that's really 19.4. That's not that bad given all the uh, things that have been going on. And the thing is, it'll come back. I mean, think about this. You've got one really big economy. That's ours is between us and China. We're the two largest in the world. But China should be largest because they've got more people than anybody else. But the United States just has a tremendous amount of productivity. So we're actually about 5% of the world's population and 20% of the world's consumption. Think about that for a second. And uh, it's mind-boggling. And when things slow down here, they happen to slow down just about everywhere else in the world because that's how influential we still are here. And uh, when you've got all these people around the world and you're, you're printing up currency and that currency has to be, you know, basically dollars in the United States and every other country has a lot of their own currency. Some of them share currency, people in the Euro and whatnot. But when you create that money, the, uh, it's there. It's kind of like electricity. Once it's created, it's there. It can dissipate and can spread out and then it can collect. 
but once it's there, it's there. So where's that money going to go? Where is that money going to go? I think in the short run, you know, people are loading up on short-term CDs and short-term bond funds because the rates are much higher than they've been in several years, probably headed a little bit higher over the next you know, 12 to 24 months. Uh, you know, if things keep going the way that they have been going, although inflation does seem to have uh, maybe peaked at this point, maybe not. You never really know. But bottom line is we've got a right now the trend in interest rates is higher. So if you're looking at places to invest, it's starting to get a little bit more attractive there. And that'll make that's one of the reasons that the stock market's down uh, as much as it is because it's the anticipation, the anticipation that rates are going to go higher. When rates go higher, it makes it a little bit harder on the companies to do, have the same profit levels. They're going to raise their prices. They're part of that inflation process, by the way, and uh, they're protecting their trying to protect their profit margins as their costs go up. And that's just kind of how the whole thing works. And if you give it a long enough time period, we're it has a tendency to work extremely well. And uh, if you, a little bit later in today's show, uh, I'm going to talk about some alternatives in fixed income because, uh, I mean, it's it's better than it was, but it's still not the, you know, 5 or 6% uh, CD rates or the rates on government bonds that it, they've averaged since the early 1900s. By the way, averages are all over the place. You've had zero up to, you know, I remember when a 20-year treasury was paying 15%. I mean, that just talk about crazy. 20 years. <laughs> Once they issue those bonds, they can't call them in early. Most of the time, they can't call them in early. Uh, and uh, so they were paying 15% on, on bonds. I remember zero coupon bonds having a um, return of 20%. They work zero coupon bonds work a lot differently than regular bonds do. You buy it at a discount, and so let's say you, you want to buy a thousand dollar bond, you might only buy it you you might only pay eight hundred dollars for it, and then it matures at a thousand. Okay, so it doesn't really pay interest payments. It just has a guaranteed schedule that it's going to mature at X price, and you're going to buy it today for whatever that price is. But I remember some of those things being over twenty percent. Yeah, 20% returns from a government bond. Um, I hope those days don't come back, actually. The reason that they were paying that much interest was that inflation was about the same. You had double-digit inflation. It was in the mid-teens. So, and that lasted for, you know, more than a decade, actually. The uh, I can remember the prices of housing going up in the 1970s, I was really young, but my dad used to take me to work with him. He was a carpenter. He was a uh, small subcontractor, and we used to build a lot of houses, and we were marveling at the prices that these houses were going for and how much they were. the prices were going up each year. And then uh, Greenspan came in, not Greenspan, uh, Paul Volcker came in and raised interest rates you know, under Jimmy Carter, and, uh, you know, by the way, the Federal Reserve is separate and the president's not allowed to tell them what to do. They make up their own mind. They're independent. And Carter went to, and they can have some influence. They try to influence all the time. 
some do, and some just listen and and under, try to understand why, uh, what's happening. In uh, anyway, Jimmy Carter got he didn't get reelected because he he said uh, well, he went to Volcker and said, hey, what do I do? You know, how do we stop this double-digit inflation that's killing us? And uh, Paul Volcker said, you'll go down as one of the worst presidents that's ever lived if if you let me do what I need to do. And he said, well, will it fix it? And uh, he goes, yeah, I can fix it. He goes, okay, then do it. And sure enough, he went down as one of the worst <laughs> presidents that ever lived. And uh, uh, that's pretty wild. I don't know how many politicians have that much in guts. And then Reagan comes along inherits an economy that was was uh, recovering, but he took an awful lot of steps that really pushed recovery quickly. So that's why everybody loved uh, Uncle Ron. He w- wasn't afraid to take big action either. And uh, that's amazing. So the bottom line is uh, you know, things that presidents don't have a ton of, of influence. A lot of people think they do, And that's because they've really not gone back and studied and and they don't understand what kind of things that a president is able to do. The president can't do anything by themselves. They've got to get a majority and they've got to get enough people on board to make something happen without those other people there. It's not happening. It'll just, it'll just go nowhere. So anyway, um, not to make this, uh, I, I can't stand politics by the way. That's, that's one thing when you study economics, you realize how little control these guys have. Uh, if you don't study, you think they have complete control, and that's that's a problem. Uh, but uh, because you'll always be miserable, <laughs> because everybody that holds that office is going to be human, and all humans make mistakes. So uh, I'm really happy to be in a country where we have an independent monetary system. It's completely independent from the government. And they can help. That's their job, is to try to help. Why are they raising interest rates? Well, because inflation is going up very high. And that's how you try to combat higher inflation. You start to raise interest rates. The uh, One of the really effective ways of, of affecting inflation is to raise the reserve requirements on the banks. I'm probably going to have to dodge bullets running out of the radio station today because I said that. <laughs> Every banker in the country is going, no, (laughs) when you raise the reserve requirements, you're literally taking that money out of the market. It goes right back to old supply and demand. The less the supply is, higher prices rise, especially if demand doesn't change. If you have less supply and then you have an increase in demand for whatever reason, that's when you get huge, uh, movements both sides of the equation anyway very interesting doesn't doesn't really matter a whole lot i think if you're looking out over the next 10 years which i think you should be if you're looking for uh your investments the longer you can look the more you can relax the uh, the longer time period you have the more relaxing it is and uh, i think 10 years from now i think everybody's Fine. I look at valuations and I go, wow, you know, they're really not that high, especially since they're they're down about twenty percent since they were in January. <laughs> but uh, valuations are not that high. Growth, th- despite everything that's been happening, I can't believe that we haven't had negative GDP growth, uh, GDP growth of you know ten or fifteen percent. I mean, 
if you're watching the news, it, it's hard to understand how things are still doing as well as they are. So, you know, and it's at some point in time, interest rates will flat out. At some point in time, things will settle down in Europe. some point in time, the shipping lanes will reopen because you still have the effects of the pandemic. And again, like I said, I, I'm amazed how well things have done given what we're up against. And I just can't wait for, uh, you know, when even one or two of these items starts to be handled and starts to die down and change is the only thing that's ever constant. That's going to change. They're, they're going to, it's going to be more favorable at some point in time. In the meantime, got to be careful. In the meantime, I probably would look at whatever investments and stocks I'm making and just review, just review. I, I use mostly ETFs now. Why? Because they're clearly defined. They tell you exactly what they're going to do with the money. I know people don't like to sit around reading that material because it is really dry, especially if you're not, if you don't get excited about it. Um, and most people don't, by the way, it's kind of like getting super excited about the evening news. <laughs> Some people do. Some people get super excited about the evening news. Um, I'm not one of those, but I do get excited when I'm looking at the numbers and I see that, hey, this is a, this makes sense. And oh yeah, if you give this a long enough time period, it works very well. In the meantime, there's still stocks. Even when they're in funds, there's still stocks. They fluctuate a lot. When they go down, you don't worry about it because the fund management, there's they, they're called algorithms. They've, they've all got an algorithm that they're running by. Now, some of them are there are people that are actually picking the stocks. I, uh, the vast majority of them run by mathematical formulas. And uh, so the computers are there making adjustments. Big, big difference between you trying to do that on your own. If you're going to do it on your own, I, there are ways of doing it. Uh, they all require a lot of work and you can't get rid of the volatility. You know, I was, I was talking to a, a rep that brings another... Uh, um, up another topic that I think is very pertinent today, volatility, fluctuation, same thing. How much does it fluctuate? How much are your investments going to fluctuate? That could have a big impact on how safe it is to be taking out more than four or five percent. If you're if you're in something that's really volatile, uh, it fluctuates a lot, and you're taking money out of it. Yeah, if you're taking more than four to five percent, I mean, there's a big risk that you could run out of money, you know, during retirement. So that's, you want to try to avoid that at all possible, if, if at all possible. And you do that by looking at the various um, strategies that are out there. And it might even be more advantageous to have a strategy that show, showed a lower long-term return if the volatility is low enough. That's actually the case with, with most bonds, most bonds. You got to be really careful with that too. I'm looking at the the most popular bond market indexes and this year and it is crazy. These were investment grade. They're down 13 and a half percent. That's almost as much as the stock market's down. And then, now, I didn't expect that. Nobody expected that. But uh, so that's why I've been saying for the past, I don't know, probably 18 months, super short term, Super short term, and one of my, uh, yeah, I won't even, I, actually, I'm not allowed to, to use the specific names, but you can call me, I can tell you what it is. 
the, uh, we are, uh, uh, we've been using this for a long time and it's just a short term, super high quality bond fund. It does have some, uh, bank debt in it. Uh, it's got some short term, uh, bonds from big companies in there. Uh, the short term tend to be safer, you know, when it's 90 days or less, it's, it tends to be a little bit safer. They call it commercial paper a lot of times, and uh, it's highly rated, and a lot of this stuff has um, rights over some of the other debt if something were to go wrong. So in other words, just do your homework. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, and if you hear something, if you hear anything on this show that you'd like more information on, you can go to my website. It's bullingtoncapital.com. I would be more than happy to send you out uh, information on uh, anything that I'm talking about here. Th- this is really important. These are really difficult times. It's it's always been difficult, incidentally. Uh, I can't... Well, I remember a few times when it seemed like it was easy. I mean, if you remember the late 90s, hardly anybody remembers that because that was a long time ago. And I know anybody under the age of 30 doesn't remember that time period, but anybody over the age of maybe 50 or 55 probably remembers 1995 through 2000. And it was like nobody could do any wrong. And you could just throw darts at mutual fund pages and those mutual funds were going up. And it was great. And the hype was probably the greatest right before it crashed or started the crash. And that crash, by the way, was three years. Now, the market had gone up five years in a row and had gone up, it had broken all kinds of records. And uh, so the three-year correction, they, stocks normally drop faster than they go up. It wiped out an awful lot of those gains. It was down a little over 50%. See, that? And that's just one of the reasons that you, you have to be careful when you're investing. You got 100% of your money in stock funds or too large of a percentage. I hear the music. That means i got to take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on the spot pricing 440 243 5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Attention, WHK listeners. Cleveland Right to Life's weekly broadcast is coming to AM 1420. Make sure to tune in Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. to stay informed about the ongoing fight to protect all innocent life. For more information about the organization, visit clevelandrighttolife.org. Hey, it's Len and Sarah for Yaya Salad Dressing, the family-owned line of gourmet dressings that are so good you could drink them right from the bottle. Find Yaya's in the produce section at Giant Eagle, Bueller's, Acme, Mark's, and your favorite independent grocer. Yaya Salad Dressings. Just like Grandma used to make. As we move closer to the decision of our lifetime, the left continues to freak out because they sense they're losing their grip on the control of our lives. They hate that. So be prepared for chaos. They seem to think chaos creates a better environment for their wacky ideas. 
Put on your gas mask. Be prepared for anything they may throw at us. But be prepared to vote and get your friends to the polls. It's never been bigger than this one. Election 2022 will be the answer. AM 1420, the answer. And Odyssey. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. And this is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Thanks for tuning in, guys. The, if you have if you hear anything you'd like more information on, please feel free to reach out to me. My website's BullingtonCapital.com. You can also call me 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. So if you hear something that you'd like more information on, you know, feel free to give me a call. And... Uh, uh, Bullington Capital, we specialize in helping people manage their investments. And um, most of our clients are either at or near retirement. And all this stuff is kind of important. When you see markets fluctuating the way that they are, uh, it's a little spooky. If you're worried about that, and uh, that's what we're here for, try to design a uh, program for you that's going to stick within your risk tolerance and uh, hopefully help you make as much as you can given the level of risk that you want to take. So that's our job. And uh, I'm just amazed at how fast things move today. It just blows my mind. And uh, that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, you, you just, it, it's mind-boggling. I thought I was done with school like 30-some-odd years ago. <laughs> And I've been studying ever since, and probably a lot harder than I did before. But uh, uh, so one of the things that I am we're seeing is you know rising interest rates. When interest rates go up, bond prices go down. Here's an ETF, and actually it, it peaked in December of 2021. And this ETF is investing in 20-year Treasury bonds. Okay, that's what mostly what it is in the portfolio. It's down 31%. It's, it's down more than the stock market is okay, because they're long-term treasuries. Just long to any long-term bonds are just, they've just been crushed this year. And that's probably not over yet. Okay. So it's, it's too early to start thinking, well, I think I might swoop in there now. Uh, I think it's a little bit early. I think you should probably stick to shorter term bonds right now. When the time is uh, right, you won't know exactly where the bottom is, but you can see the trends changing. Uh, when you see inflation start to come down a little bit, when you see some of the commotion that's going on in, in Europe settle down, if and when that happens, uh, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Uh, then you're probably going to see another big move up, not just in bonds, but probably stocks 
may even be first. In the meantime, what do you do? What if you don't have 10 years to wait? Well, that that's one of the reasons a couple of years ago I started looking at there's a product called a fixed indexed annuity. That's kind of a big deal. Uh, it's got a, a rate that, well, the one that I like to use, has a rate that's that will guarantee an increase in the income value. So that's one of the things that I know people are very confused about in that business, by the way, because those products are incredibly complicated. I mean, just incredibly complicated. And what you really want to look for is how much income can you take out? Because eventually, that's isn't that what your savings are for? You know, retirement investments, they're there so that they can build wealth and help you if, if you ever need to. They're going to supplement whatever sources, other sources of income that you have during retirement. Isn't that the end game for most people? And so when you're looking at that and you're looking at what the average investors made on their money over the past 20 years, according to a company called Dalbar, and then you look at the rates that are being guaranteed out there by insurance companies, it's like, wow. You know, the, uh, those people would be a lot better off <laughs> if they just, especially when you look at bonds. I mean, think about that for a second. When I say that long-term government bonds are down about 30% just in the past six months, actually the past nine months, that's a lot. Do you know how long it takes to make up 30% at a 3% interest rate? A long time. You may not live that long. <laughs> But, uh, and so that, that's actually why I started looking at that product. I hadn't done those products or anything close to that in, I don't know, probably 15 years because, uh, I wasn't, we were going to, we were in a rising rate environment. Markets were coming off of other big corrections. Their valuations were very low. Uh, growth was picking up. That was a perfect scenario for, you know, your, 60, 40 or 70, 30 portfolios, 60% stock or 70% stock, 40% fixed income. And, uh, well now it's a, uh, probably more like a, uh, eh, it's probably still 60, 40, 50, 50, 60, 40, because you've got rising interest rates. You don't have uh dropping interest rates. When you have dropping interest rates and you probably want to be, um, locking in a five or six year treasury bonds or, or, investment grade corporate bonds and you know and anyway it's not a uh it's not a real science <laughs> i hate saying that you can know approximately what's going to happen but you don't know when and what i what i mean by that is you know interest rates are going to fluctuate the reason we have a fed and one of the reasons that we've done so well in this country is because of the federal reserve it's, it's our banking system it's a system that we have for financing everything that needs to be done and it's, it's done very well, incredibly well. Other countries have, have learned a lot, and we've learned from them. Uh, this is not something that was invented in the United States. Actually, way back in the, uh, I think it was the 1600s, they were doing this in Germany. You know, talk about crazy. But uh, those guys were really smart. <laughs> and we created this monetary system where it's self-healing. Now, we can actually take the actions to cause the economy to regenerate just like your bodies when you're in your 20s. Unfortunately, your bodies when you're my age don't regenerate nearly as quickly. 
But yeah, but the economy is like that. It's like a uh, permanent teenager. You can crank up the recovery uh, actions that you're taking, and then you can slow them down. And so, at some point in time, I, I don't have any doubt. You know that things are going to be stock prices are going to be a lot higher. Uh, I think you'll probably get some higher interest rates here over the next one or two years, uh, unless all of a sudden you know demand just dries up completely. I can't really see that happening. But you know, if it does, then interest rates will actually start to head back down again, and then it would be time to. Uh, uh, that's why you don't want to you don't want to have anything long term in bonds right now. Okay, in traditional bonds. Now, the fixed indexed annuities uh, or fixed annuities or income annuities, there are tons of annuities. You, you got to be careful with that because they have um, penalties if you start to take money out too early, if you take out too much money. And, and that depends, too. There are some investment-only annuities out there that you can take money out of uh, without any penalties. And, uh, again, that, that's relatively new. Uh, it's been within the past, I don't know, probably 10 years which is relatively new compared to everything else that's been around. And not too many companies jumped on that bandwagon right away. Well, that's actually changing. There are investment-only annuities. They offer funds from different fund families, different portfolios. They're tax-deferred. Uh, there's no charge in or out. They offer some guarantee. You can add things to them called riders that will guarantee incomes. The uh, If you don't want it, you don't have to to add it so you avoid the cost of adding that rider. It's like a, it's actually like a life insurance policy on top of, or an income uh, insurance policy on the, the product and you pay for it and they tell you how much it costs. So it's nothing is as constant as change. And wait, had I realized, well, you know what though? It's, it's with every industry. I would hate, you know what job I would really not want to have an auto mechanic. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you know how many different models there have been? Especially if you go back to the early 1900s. I, I don't think anybody knows how many models there have actually been. And now you've got all these electric cars, which are really cool, you know, but, you know, you touch the wrong wire. See ya. The, uh, wow. <laughs> so I would not want to be an auto mechanic. I also wouldn't want to work on computers because okay. you just, you're constantly going to school and those people, as far as I'm concerned, they're all underpaid. <laughs> they're all underpaid because that is really rough. And, but that's, that's kind of the world we live in. It's changing. The rate of change is getting a little bit faster. That's one of the reasons I think it's so much, it's, it's so important that you have a, an investment strategy and a retirement income planning strategy that's simple. It takes all that stuff into account. You know, you don't have to be an expert at diesel engines to be able to avoid getting hit by a truck. <laughs> Just stay out of his way and don't go on a highway. <laughs> don't walk across the highway. You can do lots of things. Very simple. That, and that's what I'm talking about. You don't you don't really have to know how to, to fix a car in order to drive a car, right? And um, But you need to know what's going to happen. When you hit the ignition, you need to know what's going to happen when you step on the accelerator or you step on the gas. Which I get, that's that's really fun. I wonder what they say with the electric cars. So you step on the uh, 
give it the gas. You can't, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> give it the electricity. <laughs> Let's go to 1400 volts. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, by the way, there are some hydrogen cars too. They, uh, are very similar to the uh, electric cars. They, but they convert the hydrogen to electricity and water. And so it's kind of like a hybrid thing there. That's really interesting. If you want to go to YouTube and uh, type in Toyota uh, and uh, look at their hydrogen fuel cells, uh, it's interesting. They've really come a long way. Be interesting to see if that how that does. I, I've talked about that. I don't know, probably fifteen, twenty years. At the same time, I was talking about the electric cars before they were actually popular. And um, but that's not saying anything, by the way. If, if you read Scientific uh, America or even Popular Science, you know you'll you'll see that stuff ten years before it's actually available. And that, that's another thing that uh, is kind of rough about trying to do your research. You know, you got to do the right kind of research, and you have to know what research is going to be useful, what's not. When you're looking at major trends like that. Sometimes those trends take an incredibly long time to catch on. I think the first patent for a fax machine was was filed in 1937. How long was it before you saw a fax machine? And now people don't even know what a fax machine is. That that is hilarious. The uh, but it's very similar to the copying. If you have a printer with a copier on it, it's basically you, it was copying that and sending it over a phone line. So for all you kids under 30 years old, there. <laughs> That's what that was. But uh, anyway, they, so they had this really cool machine. And there was a, actually a cell phone uh, was invented and was on display. It was an inventor from Kentucky. And I can't remember the exact year, though. I think it was 1890. Uh, I know it was before 1900. And he went to the World's Fair and he was uh, displayed this thing. This guy sold his farm. It had everything he had ever earned and saved, invested and it was a working cell phone. And he had it on display there, and nobody believed it. They thought it was a trick. They really thought this guy was just fooling everybody. So anyway, he died a hermit in a cave. And uh, after having sold everything he had and you know took the big risk, went on, did the display, and nobody believed it. And, and who would believe it back then? Nobody had a... You didn't have a telephone. They, they didn't have radios. And uh, <laughs> so... The cell phone's been around for over a hundred years. That's mind-boggling. But uh, anyway, today things are a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if they're easier or not um, because you get so much information so fast, and change happens so quickly. You know, and that's one of the challenges of today's markets. Change happens fast, and you've got to be there. So that's one of the reasons I'm really fond of using fun, more fun, yeah, more than I have been in my entire lifetime. Uh, at one point in time, I learned how to manage the money myself because I was so frustrated with how the funds were doing. And now I'm like, wow, you know, if you can think of an idea, there's a fund out. You can find a fund that's doing it. Like there are funds that are buying, they're investing in companies who are profitable. That's important in the long run, especially. They'll that are paying dividends that have raised those dividends each year for five, some of them even 10 years. And then some of them go even further and say, okay, now we want to make sure that these guys can afford to continue to pay the dividend. Cause a lot of times the companies will borrow money to pay the dividend when they're short on cash. 
that's not a good idea. Uh, at least I don't think so. It's, it's not conservative anyway. It's, it's very aggressive. So there are funds out there that are going, aha, and they will take that stock, put it aside and replace it with one that is able to afford to pay the dividend. And that's a big deal. Figuring out which one of the 6,000 funds that is, <laughs> that's where I come in. We can help. And there are certain fund, certain market environments that, that do better for different types of different styles and in strategies. So that's what we try to do is, is try to uh, hold those various categories, those ones with all the factors, uh, factors, something like a dividend yield, uh, a profitability, uh, the amount of debt the company holds. Those are all called factors. So you put those factors together. Most of them are pretty common sense when you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, it's still a little rough because they're all stocks and all stocks fluctuate a lot. But when you have the underlying investments being managed a certain way, it gives you a certain sort of peace. And you know, you look at the holdings in there and you see Procter & Gamble and you say, oh yeah, I, I buy a lot of Procter & Gamble stuff. Or you see Colgate, Palmolive, or Hershey's. I could support Hershey's by myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but anyway, so they're still going to fluctuate. And that's why you've got to have those, the, the fixed index annuities, uh, I think are the, uh, a premier thing, something that almost everybody, especially if you're near retirement and you're looking to generate income from it, it's just because the uh, income that they'll guarantee is pretty high. I mean, it, it's pretty high. To try to do that on your own is incredibly difficult. I mean, you'd spend, actually, you'd spend all your time every day trying to do that. So, uh, and by the way, they have lots of people, they have hundreds, even thousands of people, analysts and bond traders and all that that are working in these markets and, and actuaries, uh, they know what they're doing and, uh, and they're doing it. So, which is great. That means you and I don't have to, we just need to make sure that they're doing what they need to do. And, uh, that's a lot easier incidentally. So if you want to know what those are, if you'd like to, if you have a question, uh, please feel free to give me a call. I gotta take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington. I'll be right back. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty My first ride along was with Jamal, even before I was hired. They wanted me to see everything from the ground level before moving forward. And it was awesome. The first time I came in, I got to sit in on a meeting and never realized that plumbers have that level of organization and sophistication to their operations. And I say that as a former degreed project manager, as well as an Air Force vet. After getting out of the service, my wife and I moved to Cleveland and I just wasn't happy with the corporate style desk jobs. So I prayed for a sign. That next morning, my best friend called me about this radio ad on The Fish for a company he thought would be perfect for me. And he was right. Why it works was a godsend. You have to want to help people. But if you do, this job is fulfilling in ways that the right person won't find anywhere else. If you want that for your life, call us direct and consider it done at whyitworks.com. License number 30185. Wallach a doodle. 
No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call Our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by Our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262. Will you want more, so get more. Donate your ride to Our Lady of the Wayside. back hey by the way I, I forgot to tell you i'm live in the studio today <laughs> so you can call if you have a question 216-901-0945 216-901-0945 and i've been working on some stuff i'll be bringing it up on future shows here there are some um, combinations of criteria that you can use to select stocks from that that kind of help you slide the odds a little bit in your favor Things like companies that actually have sales and profit, things kind of stuff I was talking about a little bit earlier on the show. And I'm going to lay out what uh, a lot of the features or factors are that are, are most popular uh, or most present, I should say, in stocks that perform strongly. And uh, I'll even have a, uh, um, a couple examples for you. So that'll be on future shows. In the meantime, if you'd like to reach me, uh, 330-664-0700 or go to bullingtoncapital.com. I can be reached there just about any time. I'll try to get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. And uh, this is, it was very interesting. We were talking a little bit about the fixed index annuities. Those are pretty high. There's this website that you can go to if you were curious to see how much income you might be able to generate from your uh, investment in that product. And if you'd like that, that link, just... Hit me up with an email and I'll send you the link and you can type your age in there, how many years you think you can play around with it. it it's a pretty nice tool. Uh, and, uh, uh, so, yeah, if you want to explore that, just hit me up with an email saying, hey, can you send me the link so they can see what that annuity is doing? And by the way, it's a, uh, um, I like it a lot because of the guaranteed on the income. The longer you wait, the, the higher the income goes. And again, you can go to the website and play around with it, but that's pretty cool. You don't have to take the income right away. Uh, any growth that you get on it is tax deferred, so you're not going to get a 1099 on that. Uh, it's pretty flexible for people that are taking RMDs out, uh, actually can turn it on, and the income that you're getting is typically higher than the RD, RMD requirement is. So anyway, if you have questions regarding any of that stuff, please you know, just feel free to give me a call or reach out to us. We'd be glad to uh, take you up on that. And I was just reading uh, today, too, in the uh, Wall Street Journal, actually. The SEC is proposing to push more treasury trades into clearinghouses. That's interesting. There used to be just a, a clearinghouses are, are really big companies that have special relationships with the Fed and the treasury 
department. Uh, now they're because of computer computerization, uh, because of the higher level of safety that they can have in doing a lot of these things. They're going to try to create more clearinghouses. Those are places where uh, institutions would go to buy and sell government bonds, and then they can make them available to us. So that's pretty cool. You get a, uh, a much higher rate that way, oftentimes, by being able to do stuff like that. So like I said, nothing's as constant as change. And at some point in time, I would say the Treasury Direct's probably going to go away. That's, that's where you go if you want to buy directly from the uh, uh, U.S. Treasury. They're not going to need it anymore because of the infrastructure that they're putting in place with stuff like this. And what does that mean to you? Uh, it just means that you're going to have a larger variety of low-risk investments. Uh, treasuries are considered some of the safest, especially from the uh, credit side. Now, the there are more... There's more than one risk to a bond. There's the, the credit risk is definitely one of the risks. The credit risk is how reliable is this person that sold the bond. Uh, if it's GM and, and or let's just say ABC company. ABC company sells a whole bunch of bonds and they're guaranteed by that company. And they're going to pay an interest rate on them. And you find it attractive so you buy the bond and then ABC company gets into trouble and has to file for bankruptcy. Well, depending on the seniority of that bond, you may or may not get all your money back. And so that's that's the that's called credit risk. Uh, if the bonds were for thirty or forty years, like you can buy you can buy thirty year treasury bonds. That's there's another risk there. We were talking about that earlier. We saw that the there's a, a bond fund that holds treasuries that are over twenty years to maturity. And it's down about 31% this year. Okay, that's called interest rate risk. The longer the period that you are obligated to hold the bond, the more it's going to drop when rates are going up. This is why I've been saying for the past two years, short term, short term, short term. Now you know. Okay, and I, and I hope to heck that you don't know because you were invested in that bond, because uh, that fund, because it was paying more. Bonds that you have to hold on to for 30 years generally pay more than bonds that you only have to hold on to for one or two years. So uh, and it's, I, it kills me to see people making those mistakes. Those are mistakes that you can avoid with knowledge. You can't figure out exactly where the stock market's going to be a year from now or any financial market for that matter. Okay, that that does, just doesn't work that way. But... You can uh, definitely watch some of the economic conditions. Uh, You can definitely tell when you're at an extreme one way or another, being having interest rates lower than they were during World War II in this country just a couple of years ago. That was extreme. That was very extreme. So you've got to avoid those big events like that. You just have to pay a little bit of attention, but you've got to have some knowledge of how those things work too. So, and that's one of the reasons I uh, do this show. I really like, I, I will get two or three calls minimally from clients that heard this show and said, Hey, then I have questions regarding it. And that's, that's great. You know, I love answering the questions. Uh, yeah. I like trying to figure out solutions to problems. You know, so if you, 
are looking for long-term guaranteed income, there are different things that you can do. Um, what typically happens is people will listen to my show. They'll take the parts that they liked the best from several segments of the show and then put that all together and say, you know, you can do that, right? <laughs> well, probably not. <laughs> uh, more often than not, it's somebody's asking for a, uh, you know, I'd really like to get a 7% tax deferred return with no fees, penalties for early withdrawal and completely tax free. You know, yeah, me too. Yeah. I would, I would love to do that, but doesn't exist. So one of our jobs as advisors is to let you know, okay, here, here are your options. Here are all the options that you have. And you have to be careful when you go, when you're looking around, normally you're going to get all the options that, Somebody has, and that's fine. Um, but you know, as long as they're telling you that, uh, I like to look at all the options. And occasionally, there's an option that I don't have access to, and I say, you know what? This this is actually exactly what you're looking for, but I can't help you get it. Here's the name and number of somebody who can. You know, and we do that a lot with uh, attorneys and people trying to set up estate plans, and that that's one of the things that it's so technical these days and there's so many things you got to be aware of uh i can sit down and and help you try to figure out what your overall strategy is based on what you want to do but i'm gonna have to refer you to an attorney who does that for a living because that that's how complicated that field has gotten it's almost like being a tax preparer it is like being a tax preparer in fact so uh yeah bottom line is we have a lot of conversations with clients and not all of it has to do strictly with investments. A lot of it has to do with planning. What are you going to do when you retire? Yeah. How much do you think you're going to need to be able to retire so that you can go, you know, my, my goal is to be able to work at Lowe's. I want to make enough money that I can go take a job at Lowe's and I'm just going to contribute that check to a charity somewhere. I just love work. I just love that store. I go in and uh, I'm there for an hour. You know, it's worse than a uh, a female in a clothing store. Uh, I'm a male in a, a store that has tools. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> no, it's actually a really good idea for Lowe's. I mean, they, they've done very well. So it's Home Depot. But uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, what do you want to do? You know, what are you going to do? What can you afford to do? And I'll just... It's not all that complicated. Uh, I know everybody makes it seem like it is. I, I read the articles every day, and there are just a ton of articles on all that. The, the, these you only need to do these fifty things. Yeah, really, the, <laughs> it just gets under my under my skin. Uh, re, the reality is, you you probably have a certain amount of money saved. Okay. The reality is, you're probably going to get some sort of income in, in retirement other than investment income, whether it's a, a pension or a, a social security, or you have re- rental properties, or you probably have a pretty good idea on what those things are. So if you do have a good idea on, if you do, uh, if you know what you're going to get through social security or any pensions that you might have, uh, and you know what your savings are, uh, it's fairly simple. You just take 4% of those savings and I, and or four or five percent of the savings, can you live on that? If you can live on that, then you're good. 
if you can't live on that, you've, you've got to make some plans. That's bottom line. Just make some plans and uh, try to reach those goals. When you, you young guys out there, young women, save as much as you can. You know, invest. Try to get a, a portfolio that you think ma- matches your personality. You're, at your age, if you're under the age of 50, you're going to need to have some of the money in stocks. That's just the way it goes. Actually, if you're under the age of 65, you're probably going to have to have some of the money in stocks because stocks in the long run have a tendency to outperform all the other asset classes. In the short run, you might as well flip a quarter. Short run, by the way, is five years or less. Actually, it's more like, yeah, it's five to 10 years. So, But over most 10-year time periods, stocks with certain characteristics have a tendency to do pretty well. And if you knew that, and you wouldn't really have to worry too much about it. You just keep going to work, putting that money away, buying those particular types of funds or that allocation that that's right for you. And you'll, you'll feel better. You won't stay awake at night worrying about your investments. It's a beautiful thing. Same thing with retirement. You know, when you get to that certain point, how much fluctuation do you want to put up with in the portfolio? You're going to design around that first. Because if you're up at night upset, that that is probably one of the worst ways you, you could retire. So if you knew ahead of time, what could my potential fluctuation be? And you can be prepared for it. And you can manage the portfolio to that fluctuation level. And uh, hey, if you win the lottery, and you can change it. I can't believe that... Uh, my time's up already. <laughs> hey, you've been listening to Bill Bullington here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. Go to my website, Bullington Capital, to reach out to me. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck and good investing. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report. Broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.